Hey, this is Mike Kovar, the schooner kid from Mallrats. You're listening to Jay and Bob Minute. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 52, which is quite possibly the greatest Godzilla Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Doug from uh, Good Times Great Movies. We're really stepping out of your comfort zone here, Doug. This is a 90s movie. Yeah, I don't I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> anything anything past December of 90 or 89, I'm not comfortable with at all. Although we did say there is about still about 10 to 15% of this movie that's still screaming 80s. Oh, oh. I mean, I would say the premise in general screams 80s. I understand it screams early 90s a little bit. But yeah, that was uh, upon rewatching. I think the idea of them all was the most dated aspect of this movie. And and that's a shame because that's the entire movie. But we, like if you look at the clothing, it's like you mm-hmm. see the flannel, the pants, like we got like some Doc Martens. You're like, oh, that's pure nineties, and then somebody walk by with acid wash jeans. You're like, whoa! Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, there's no. There are lines that blur at the beginning and end of each decade. So uh, yeah, and this this went a little bit too far into the nineties for this to happen. Well, and I assume because they shot in Minnesota, you know, they're, they're a little backwards up there. So. Yeah, a little bit behind the times, like two All to right, three so, years. Uh, <laughs> minute fifty two starts with up close with Affleck and ends with Renee beginning her diatribe. Uh, yeah, we've uh, got you along for a good week here, Doug. Uh, we're going to hang out in an elevator a whole lot together. <laughs> that, that's fine. You know? <laughs> we don't need to spread out. We don't need space. That's all right. Yeah. Let's get nice and cozy in here. Yeah. Uh, I My questions with the elevator start almost immediately, unless someone really wants to discuss Affleck and Jeremy London just standing outside the elevator. <laughs> he literally just screamed something in his ear, and that was it. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> yeah, last week he screamed in his ear. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was very upset, and I know we didn't we didn't flash out to them for more than a half a second, possibly a second. But I was always bummed out to just look at London. He is he. I I don't know how much you've talked about him, but he is such a downer of an actor. He's the most bland, white bread, milk toast person in this movie, being out acted at every turn by nearly everyone else in the film. Um, you are preaching to the choir, and pretty much. Uh... <laughs> It's funny. I will. I think it's tomorrow or Wednesday's minute. I'll, yeah. I'll talk about something I thought he did well. But the problem is, I have to point out when he does something well because they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. You you were pretty hard on him in the beginning, so I tried to point out the things he was doing well, just because I felt bad. <laughs> By well, things he was doing well, you were like, well, you know, people say he showed up on time. <laughs> you know, he knew his lines. <laughs> I'm not even sure that was true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I heard that wasn't was, true. He was high all the time. <laughs> I think what his main problem is, the people he acts against most in this movie are Shannon Doherty and Jason Lee. Shannon mm-hmm. Doherty at this time is a well-respected professional actress who's been on a TV show for a while. Like, she can hold her own. And Jason Lee is like a charm factory. Yeah. So, like, you're going against two people. Like, you got to bring your A game. And he's just kind of sleepwalking through it for most of it. I agree with that. And I don't know. This might be his A game. I, I've never seen him in anything where he's... Anything other than what he is in this movie. Oh, you're not going to do what most of our guests have done, where mention other movies where his twin brother was in instead of him? <laughs> oh, no. I, you know what? I'm not even going to mention the title because I know I'll screw that up. So, I, I mean, I'm just going to lump them both together and say neither is very good. 
I think uh, it's Jason London in Dazed and Confused where he's he's yeah. good in that. But yeah, he's if you were fine. To, if you were then, but again, he's probably what the seventh most charming person in that movie. Oh yeah. Like, when you say right. Dazed and Confused, um, and I say, hey, start naming actors from Dazed and Confused. You're going to start naming people who you only know by sight. Right. You're going to be oh, like, and oh, it's Matthew McConaughey. And, oh, it's mm-hmm. their, that guy, Mila jo- and then Mila Jovovich is in it. And you're going to start naming people who are minor roles in that movie, including Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll just name the, the kid with the long hair who pinches his nose all the time. Like, I yeah. don't even know who that guy is <laughs> I mean, or if he did yeah. anything else and he's better. I think he was more I of a stand than him, definitely. In my mind, I think he's the kid from Stargate, although I'm not totally sure that's true. But in my mind, he is. Well, we're going to go with that. Jeff says he's the kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's say that. I mean, no, one's gonna like check that. Pull, no, one's gonna no, we can't check pull that. IMDb up on our phones right oh, now. No. I don't know. I've been no, getting no, yelled at for I, messing I, stuff up later. No, I, I would rather somebody just go into the Jay and Silent Bob Quicker stop and tell me how stupid I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I make those amazing declarations, I'm right like one out of every three times. Sometimes I really hit the Hail Mary, and then sometimes, you know, it just goes right into the other team's hands. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, I have a question about this elevator before we get into the scene. Um, first of all, uh, this looks like no elevator I've ever been in, nor have I ever been you in mean, one that's that size. You mean like uh, the size of a hallway? Like the whole floor like lifting you, like up the next? Like you can have a board meeting in it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I do I do know, and I'm thinking back to malls. I, I literally have not been in a mall in probably close to 20 years. Um, I do remember the elevators being somewhat large because they did have to transport a decent amount of people one floor but no not to the degree that this is i mean this is this is a ridiculous set that they built and and they just needed room to swing giant cameras (laughs) wildly around all of our malls have little glass elevators like the willy i've never been in an elevator in a mall i've always gone up and down the escalators oh yeah i think i have once or twice with yeah, coach, I, I, with the baby I've never gone in little. them. Yeah, I kind of thought, well, what's the? I mean, the escalator's usually right next to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've like been in a mall in twenty years. Yeah, I haven't been in a mall in about five weeks. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, okay. You should take the elevator. Escalators are dangerous. We find that out in this movie. Yes, as we'll, as we'll find out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And plus, why not take that elevator? It's so luxurious. Like, I love the, I, I love the crowd of people as though this elevator is the greatest thing. Yeah. And they can't just walk up a flight of stairs. There's no there's stairs. A, there's a flight of stairs probably 15 feet to the right sure. and an escalator 15 feet to the left. Yeah. Right, so I'm trying to go over some of the, what does he call him? He goes, what's with thee? Did anybody write down what he actually oh, says? I didn't. I have Cumberboy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have Cumberboy. I, I thought the same thing. I thought I thought he said Cumberbun, and I was like, well, I why think that's is what he, he meant, because doesn't he work at like a store that would sell Cumberbuns? Does yeah, he, he work at a fa- tuxedo no, he, store? No, he works, he works at Fashionable Mail. mail. Right. Oh, is, I don't know what that is. Maybe it is like a tuxedo suit kind of store. Yeah, but he, I mean, I listened at probably far more times than I should have, and it sounds like he says Cumberboy. Cumberboy, yeah, that's what I got too. I mean, neither one makes ha- any sense. Now, I'm going to ask you, Chris, what are the chances no. that if I look up Cumberboy, it's going to be in the Urban Dictionary? Pretty good. I would say pretty good. Okay, <laughs> it is. It's in there. But <laughs> I will is? tell you this. I will tell you this. It's not going to help us because it has nothing to do with this. A Cumberboy are the male fans of the actor Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, they uh, don't. Wow. They don't have to be gay, but they're mostly obsessed with his beautiful eyes and sexy voice. Mm. 
Example of conversation. Brad, Benedict Cumberbatch is so sexy. Daniel, dude, are you turning into a Cumber boy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so if you film this today, you could leave that line in there and it works. Yeah. Because then you can sure, just say yeah. – you, you can say that he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you could say that or he just infers that he's a huge fan of his because yeah. it's not even calling somebody who looks like him a Cumberboy. Yeah. He's just a fan of his. <laughs> right. He looks like a huge fan of Doctor Strange. I don't know. That's that's really bizarre. So I take it nobody watches with closed captioning on, which is something I, I normally try and do, especially if I'm – not to say that I didn't prep for this. Sorry, guys. If I'm, if I'm on a show talking about a film, I try and watch with the closed captions. Now I totally want to go back the and watch what he actually said. Yeah, since we're watching the original edition, we yeah. ripped it from somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, don't have, have closed captions. I could watch my Mallrats DVD, but like sure. even in this week that you're here, there is uh, one of the scenes is a deleted scene. It's like okay. 10 or 15 seconds. It's not today, but when we get to it, I'll point right, it out. Right. But like since we're doing that, yeah, I'm just trying to listen to yeah, what they say. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to listen. It's not helping. It was, especially <laughs> for this minute, because this minute is just verbal sparring. Yeah. Sure. Which I'll say, I'll give them both props for. They're, they're good at yelling at each other. Yeah, they are. They're they're playing off of each other really well. Again, like you have these two professional actors in a giant elevator, and they're doing a great job, you know. And it's it's Kevin Smith's dialogue, and it, it it's working really well for this particular scene. Yeah, after he says that he looks like a date rapist. <laughs> yeah, <I do laughs> like that. <laughs> Well, that, I, mean, I do like that because he does kind of look like a date rapist. I mean, <laughs> if oh. you look at the way Affleck's dressed and just the way he's carrying himself, yeah, oh. of course. We're going to get to some things. I mean, not even the stuff where he talks about later in the movie where it's, well, it's right. laid out that he is, in fact, a date rapist. Yes, at, yes. I mean, at the very least, he's a scumbag at, at best. <laughs> I do but like that Brody plays of- out the – the um, he, he like he has ADD because he's like, is that my jacket? Right after he's done yelling. Oh, that that is a great moment. Yeah, he's yeah. just getting in the middle. He's it's like he's just about to start his uh, opening statement. He's just like, like he's in front of the court and he's like, Your Honor, I is that a squirrel over there? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, what can he does. You stay on pretty much. He's easily distracted. Yeah, is that my jacket? Well, no, it's one of the many jackets that Shannon already uh, has picked up and will be keeping after this movie's over because that was in her right. contract. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Oh, she she had a provision in her contract that every outfit that she wore, she got to keep. So oh. if you watch Mallrats, she's in a different outfit in every scene. Oh my god! Which makes no amazing. sense. Amazing. And the way yeah. she sold it to Kevin was, well, I'm at the mall. I'm buying new clothes. So she got herself like five or six outfits out of this movie. <laughs> that's because pretty that's fantastic. what happens at the mall. You buy clothes and then you put them on. Yeah, and then you <laughs> wear them all day. Like, a, like she's you not wearing like any more clothes. Twenty minutes. So <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so over the over the course of what we're assuming is how long are they in mall for the entire day? You're like, say, let's call it three to five hours, maybe. Right. Sure. Like long enough to get to the game show. Yeah, she goes through about five outfits. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty and, incredible. I've never really we, you you hear of bizarre things like that, but I don't know that I've ever heard it when it comes to wardrobe like that. That's pretty great. Well, it's great that you put that provision in there, and like they're probably thinking, "Oh, so she's gonna get one, maybe <laughs> yeah. two outfits," and like she managed to weasel her way into like five yep. or six because they're like, "Oh, she's yeah. gonna have the outfit at the beginning when she's at his house, and then whenever she's wearing it at the mall," because sure. nobody else changes the whole day. Everybody else is the exact same outfit the whole day at the mall, right? 
And who buys an outfit at the mall and puts it on? It, you know, like, it doesn't even make logical sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's super crazy. But, I mean, I got to admit, until I read that story and thought about it, I never noticed that she changed his outfit. The whole no, I, I <laughs> thought in this scene, like that floral black dress or whatever it is, I, I would have swore she had that on the entire film. But she doesn't. <laughs> and then we get some uh some dialogue that it doesn't the dialogue itself is not good but Jason Lee lands it when he calls him yeah. the sperminator. Yeah. Mhm. It's fine. It's okay. Oh. But again, like you said, you know, Jason Lee's pretty great at this, so that's why yeah. this scene works. Yeah, we we've talked about it earlier. Uh Jason Lee is a varsity level yeller. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not legendary. He's not Gene Wilder yelling, but he's he's pretty <laughs> damn good. Yes. Um I mean, he yells Alvin real well too, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, and he's making, like, God knows how much money to do that, too. <laughs> he had to show up for, I don't know, five minutes of the right. second movie and the third movie. I don't even know if he's in the third movie. I don't I don't know. My kids well, have watched those. I watched the first one. I mean, everybody's watching it going, like, I can't believe he's in this movie. You know he's watching it going, yeah, that's Ching. my mortgage right there. Boom, yeah, right. Paid off, buddy. <laughs> yeah. For what, like two weeks worth of work, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what David Cross says in interviews. He's like, listen, I bought a house with that. I bought a house with Alvin and Chipmunk money. (laughs) I mean, that's all you got to do. Just don't get embarrassed by it. Just own it. Be like, no, yeah, you lean lean into stuff like that. Uh, I I have to side with Jason Lee a little bit here, though. If if your girlfriend breaks up with you at, let's say, 8 a.m. and she's dating someone around noon. Yeah. um, That relationship didn't just happen. No, no, no. That's an old relationship. Yeah. They've they've (laughs) already been dating. Right. Like, you, my friend, are being cheated on. <laughs> because she'll say at the end of this minute that their date today is going to consist of going to the Cheese Hut. He's already got tickets to the opera, and they're going to go shopping at the store she wants to go to. What? This sounds like, like they, they planned this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was thrown by that, too. And I was like, the opera? The fucking <laughs> opera? What, what are you guys, like 22, 23 years yeah. old? Who's going to the opera? And I don't know, if you're dating Jason Lee, do you really have any interest in the opera? No, there's no way. It's just, no. it is a it is a movie trope. Yes. Somebody's doing a fancy thing, we're going to the opera. If my wife came home tomorrow and was like, I think it's the opera, I'd be like, well, I don't know who's going with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to be me. <laughs> I'd be like, how the hell did that happen? How did you yeah. even get those? Where is an opera taking place? Yeah. I was like, listen, I could find a theater, but like, if you were to ask me, like, where could you go see an opera? I'd be like, I don't know. Sydney right, yeah. at the yeah. opera house? <laughs> right. No, that one that's got the, the, the big curves on it, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. There are theaters all over, but I don't know how often operatic performances are taking place. Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty sure I could go track down Hamilton or the Book of Mormon, but I feel like opera would be a little taller of a task. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just some of the things she says. Uh, she said uh, he makes a much more suitable companion. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. Depends on what you're looking for. Like, if oh, you yeah. want an uptight that's, a-hole, he is. <laughs> that's what I was confused about, because she is swinging wildly between two very different types. And there's nothing wrong with that. People do it, I understand. But I just found that very bizarre that she would even compare the two of them. And I know he's asking for it. I get it. But I was like, if you're into this, if you're into Jason Lee, like maybe she saw potential there that was never fulfilled. Maybe. (laughs) She does mention the line is, uh, she she was in need of some testosterone after a year babysitting you and your comic book collection. So maybe she just went (laughs) the opposite direction on purpose. Yeah, but that's not the opposite (laughs) direction. No, like, That'd be like going for a bad boy or something. 
Yeah. Sure. Like you go to him, he's he's the one you think of when you're like, oh, I want a real man. I want a guy that works at Fashionable Mail. <laughs> True. Walks around the mall all day. Yeah, and that's the other thing. He's just working at a department store. Like he's just working at a store in yeah, the house. He's getting tickets like to the he's opera. Got his shit together. That's a yeah. shitty opera he's going to. I don't care what he says. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're gonna go to the opera. I mean, like right there. Like I'm, you're no, like you're out. Yeah. Like. I would have had more respect for her if she was like, yeah, I went up there and found them, and then we banged in the parking lot because I just wanted to have sex with anybody but you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, okay, well, I respect that. <laughs> just do that. That's fine. And I'm not saying he would understand. He'd still be upset. Or but uh, I, Maybe it would make more sense if they had a prior history to this. Like, oh, definitely. If oh, you had dated him before, yes. and now you were just going yes. back to him. Yeah, yes, it would make a little if, more sense. He was her shitty high school boyfriend who, you know, used to be captain of the football team or whatever. Yeah. I mean, either they've been cheating for a long time or this is a terrible, you know, a horribly written plot point by Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like some of his plot points, you're not supposed to think too hard. And you're oh, no, to no, no, no. And he's trying to blow past this. No, I'm not saying that. that yeah, nothing yeah, happens I, this week's going to make sense. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think, and I don't want to, you know, shit on what's going on here, but I don't think he ever wanted somebody to analyze his films minute by minute. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when he comes on, we'll ask him. <laughs> right. Yeah. When's he scheduled, Jeff? Yeah. I, I know don't Shannon worry. Doherty was going to come on tonight if she would have answered my tweet that I sent out. <laughs> Yeah, he said yeah, her tweet ten minutes before. We, else, right? yeah, ten minutes before we started, he's like, "Hey, do you want to come on this podcast? <laughs> this podcast you never heard of before? Nothing will get you. Nothing will get you a celebrity interested faster than saying you have a podcast." <laughs> you know what? Though, if she does respond and comes on later, bring me on for that. I won't even say anything. I just want to listen. <laughs> that's all. There's going to be creepily like, in the background. Hey, uh, who's this creep that's on this call right. with us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's who's heavy breathing on the other end? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just say Doug once, please? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, who's Doug? Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. I'll hang up. I'm good. That's all. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Like, the way he acts in this movie, he acts like he's not totally out of his league with this girl already. Yeah. Like, yeah. She- she is a-, a nine or a 10, and you are, even if you cleaned up, you're like a six. Sure. But currently, you're like a two because <laughs> you have no job <laughs> and you're in your mother's basement. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's really bizarre. I mean, he does. Sadly, he plays the same character here as he does in Chasing Amy, and it's this weird, like entitled loser. <laughs> like, and I understand that that is a type of person. Well, he, I think he, he's almost worse than Chasing Amy because I mean, he has a job and can function there, but he's like a. Here's kind of like a sad tack. He's a prick in Chasing Amy, though. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Like, he's actively against people in that. Where in here, he just seems to be, like, kind of a Although layout, I really, like, whatever. I really enjoy, and now this has turned into the, the Chasing Amy minute, I love <laughs> it when he talks about how he understands gay men, because sometimes you just need deep dicking, but he doesn't <laughs> understand lesbians. Well, he says that, and then the, the receptionist looks at him. Right, he's right. Like, yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, we know what minutes you're coming on for for changing yeah, Amy now. I love it. <laughs> he's gonna get a deep dicking. Yeah. Don't worry. There's some rough minutes of chasing Amy that oh, Chris God. and I are gonna try to get through without uh 
you know, getting uh, hashtagged all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to look ahead and, and I, be like, oh, Jeff, I'm sick. I can't come on next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, and, and back when I saw that, I loved that. For the longest time, I was like, that is the best Kevin Smith movie. And, woo, it's tough to watch now. <laughs> but, I mean, I did – again, I saw an interview with him, and he basically says, like, listen, you cannot watch that movie and judge that. Sure. Like, it's 2018. He's like, oh, no, of course. He goes, it's 1997. I was a white heterosexual male. Yeah. At the time, I'm way ahead of the curve. Really oh. is. Yeah. Please, I watched so many movies from the 50s, and I'm like, everything about this is problematic. Please stop slapping that woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that woman's out of control. Just slap her in the face. <laughs> What's her problem? <laughs> yeah, it gets rough back then. Uh, well, speaking of rough, we get we get to this minute, and she's uh, in the middle of a rant about us. Uh, she's just about to get into some comic stuff. But does anybody have anything else for this minute? Because there'll be plenty of yelling uh, in the next minute, too. Yeah, yeah I think I'm good. <laughs> well, I know uh, Kevin loves this show, but I've never seen it. And I noticed she's got a Degrassi sh- jacket on. Oh, well, Kevin loves Degrassi with a deep, strange yeah. love. Yeah, I don't even know. what is it like a 90210 kind of show? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like it's like it Katie 90210, except I think it's a little, I don't think it's better. I think it's, is it maybe more serious? I don't know. Okay. It, does um, it say Degrassi Jr. on the back of that coat? Yeah, there was. There's like a several yeah. different versions of the grass. Oh, okay. yeah, and I, I think that was just a dig at nine hundred two one zero. You know, if we can put Shannon Doherty in oh, a Degrassi, wow, I never even thought of know, that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that's what it was. Competing, yeah, she was shows. Yeah, was she just coming off nine hundred two one zero, or she was just. I, think I she don't was know. Just she done was, there. Yeah, I don't know if she was just done, or she had one more season. I'm not. I'm not sure. I still. I, she was definitely at the end. This was yes. not the oh, beginning yeah. of that run. No, 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 definitely. Yeah. Uh, we've already went into that. I watched far too much uh, 90210 when I was a young person. But oh, I will man, say that I, I could talk. To, I could talk to you about that. Start a 90210 podcast. I'll I'll co-host <laughs> it with you. I watched that show beginning, sadly, to end. You, you two guys you can do that. I don't even know end. if I can guess because I've never I, seen any of it. I did watch it all the way through. Oh wow! It's I embarrassing know. being like a college student trying to find time to sneak away to watch <laughs> 90210. <laughs> well, she was on from 90 to 94, so she would have just been done when she started filming. Okay. Alright. Okay. That show was on the air for 10 years. It's wow. crazy. That's a lot yeah, of time. I definitely tapped out long before the end because <laughs> that show would have started when I was 11 and didn't end okay. until I had been in the Air Force for like almost wow. three years. Okay. Is that one? <laughs> so like, I definitely like... did not watch over the course of that whole thing. <laughs> is that one of the ones with like 30 episodes a season or is it like a 12 season? Well, they always, I think they always did like 20, yeah, like 20 24, 25, something like that. Uh, if you want to do the math, uh, the people, uh, 200 episodes. Uh, over. Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, Brian Austin Green, Tori Spelling were in 292 episodes. <laughs> 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 and you saw everyone, Doug? I saw everyone. Every <laughs> God, I probably went till about ninety six ish. Okay, All probably right. right around the time my sister moves out of the house and like I get control of the TV. Although I think okay. I was I was watching Melrose Place along, along the same time. <laughs> time for right. oh, No, yeah. I mean I was I was all on board. You know, Shannon Doherty was there. It wasn't as good when she left, but. Then they brought in Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and I was still into – I was like, all right, I'm still in. You still got me, even though you people are in your mid-40s and finally <laughs> in college. <laughs> yeah, that's what – I did say that because that was – yeah, that one girl started out, Andrea. She was – she started out oh, and she was already like 40. Was, and then it was oh on the air God. for yeah, 10 She years. was like 32 <laughs> playing a high school freshman. Yeah. I love when they don't care. 
<laughs> no, I don't care. Who cares? You bring in professional people that can memorize their lines and, you know, don't have to have a tutor on set. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you uh, tell the people out there where they can find your fine 80s movie podcast? Oh, yeah. Just find it anywhere you, uh, you know, find podcasts. <laughs> and uh, we have a website, goodtimesgreatmovies.com. Go there. You can listen to the show there and find us on Facebook, Twitter. Just type it in. It's a lot of words, but you know that whatever you click on, it'll be us. Uh, what about us, Chris? Where can people find us? You can find us at, at DuelingGenre.com, uh, where we did Clerks one minute at a time, and now we're pushing our way through Mallrats. Uh, you could go back a little further and find us on the Burbs Minute. Just Google Burbs Minute, you'll find it. You can come to Facebook and come to our Quicker Stop. It's called Jay and Silent Bob's Quicker Stop, and yell at us, tell us everything we're getting wrong. You got anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Are you nuts? Yeah.